This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. There we go. It is Fred White, that Sunday show with Fred, brought to you by Harold Group Security Solutions. And Fred, Tennessee beats Kentucky. And I'm continually impressed by this group and their ability to bounce back from sometimes heartbreaking losses, even going back to last year. I think it shows an awful lot of maturity by the way this team plays the week after things don't necessarily go their way how are you sir i'm doing good about yourself dave and i'm i'm impressed with the fact that we won the game on the road uh just a hostile environment and uh we got a chance to get things done um some of those keys that we talked about on friday being able to run the ball have over 20 yards rushing those things that helped us be able to win football games that's been a recipe for, recipe for success for us and it shows in this one as well very true. This is a, a running football team, even more so uh, than last year. And it was a great running football team last year as well. When you set that tone and you play that physical style, how does it affect the overall feel of a game, Fred? You face teams that have been finessed and you face teams that have, 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 have been intent on running the football. Well, for one, last year we had such a high-powered offense and we were putting up points so fast. Um, that we didn't have to worry about time possession, those type of things. But I think this year, because of the type of offense we have, and we don't have that quick strike down the field as much as we did last season, um, you have to understand that this is a completely new year. This is a completely new football team. And if you go back to, you know, I, I hate always having to go back to when, when I played, but when Peyton was there, it was a different style of play as well. Uh, we ran the ball. Yes, but we threw the ball a lot more than what we did when uh, T was our quarterback. So we did have more of a pound-on-the-ground type of effect and play-action pass, those type of things. Um, same thing here. Every year you have a different quarterback or every year you have a different offense, really, uh, just depending on what's best for your team. And I think the best asset we have on our team right now are the three-headed muscles at the running back position. Um, those guys get going for us, and then, you know, you ride the, the, the hot hand the late part of the game. And I think that's been what's made us work throughout the season. Boy, and there was no question it was Dylan Sampson uh, in the latter stages of that game. And you talk about a guy with just great balance, great ability to break tackles, speed, burst. He 
he really is on the verge of my mind of becoming a special, special back. Thoughts? I think so. I, I thought that before the season started, how we'll be able to get this kid in the game. And, I, you know, we talked about it on the show before. Um, do we cut, cut time from someone else? Eh, kind of try to play all three of them, but whichever one has a hot hand. However, I think he has the most skill set of all three. He's the most complete when it comes to those things. And I think right probably runs harder through the tackles and those type of things. But I think we have a good mix of what those guys can do. And I would love to be able to see him. Um, I think that day and age of having a guy carry the ball or touch the ball 25, 30 times a game is probably gone. Um, but it would be exciting to see him do something like that. He just puts me in the mind of that Ed McCaffrey, that um, Alvin Kamara type of running back. And that's, that's what I see from him, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield, to get open against DBs or even against linebackers. Um, I just think he's a special type of individual that can play on Sundays at some point. And not saying anything, taking anything away from the other two guys. They've had some stellar games this season as well and very consistent. Um, but I just think he's a different type of, of a difference maker when it comes to being in the football game for us. Well, I would ask you that because that's something I was pondering. Uh, should should he be the starter? Should, should he get even more touches early? And it's brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions, leadership experience specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time, working with private schools now, want to work with public schools also for your individual business. Let's Let's avoid the tragedies that have plagued our country, even one recently. Go to Herald Group Security Solutions. Get your people in touch with their people. Feel safe at work, but especially your children. Make sure they're safe. HeraldGRP.com. HeraldGRP.com. Herald Group Security Solutions. So there have been situations before. I remember uh, Charlie Garner coming in a lot of times, and he was more of the uh, the speed back type of guy. Travis Stevens at times was a great compliment to Travis Henry. I think Dylan Sampson has that sort of quickness too. So is it is it best to bring him in after you set the tone on the ground? Or do you think if he's the starter, he would have uh, every bit the impact of doing that as well? You know, I, I don't know the answer to that. And, that, and that's the crazy because you got to look at what Jalen Wright did as well in the game. He had 11 carries for 120 yards. Yeah. That's 10 yards per carry, 10.9 to be exact. I mean, so he hasn't shown that he's not, shouldn't be the starter. You know what I mean? So it, it's, I think you use all those skill sets and just find, find ways to get, honestly, I'd love to see all of them on the football field. Well, maybe not all of them, but at least two of them on the field at the same time. Um, we're looking for playmakers. If you put Dylan Sampson out of the, in, in the slot, he's a difference maker regardless of who he's going up against, a defensive back or a linebacker. I don't think a linebacker could cover him. Um, but he has ability to really catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, I think he could be a guy who can use his stretch the field even um, with shots down the middle of the football field against a linebacker or a safety. But I think just putting your best players on the field to get some, some, some consistency going on throughout the end of the season is going to be something that you're going to need to be able to do. And it, when it calls for putting your best players on the football field, I can see a situation where Wright and also Sampson are on the field at the same time. Just my thought process. Yeah, and I was thinking of you during the game, um, actually yesterday, because uh, Jalen Wright 
comes out and like a lot of tailbacks, what does he do, Fred? He he wants to bounce everything outside because his quickness and his speed got him through high school and mm-hmm. um, he didn't need to run people over. So what does he do the first half of this season? He starts to get really physical and go after guys. So what opened up against Kentucky? Well, it was that bounce back. And I wonder, you were a safety. I wonder when you're watching tape, you're thinking, I can't let this guy truck me. And then he bounces outside. How challenging that is when you're facing a tailback that can do both. I'll go about this as an analyst as opposed to as a player because I wouldn't care which way you were going. I'm going to try to tackle you either way. You try to run me over. That's going to probably be the worst day of your life. (laughs) That's not going to happen. But but most safeties aren't you, Fred. (laughs) Just saying. Hey, I don't know too many running backs that want to go up against me down after down and and, and just lower your shoulder at me. Yeah, we're going to have some good battles, though. <laughs> Hope you battle test it. <laughs> but, um, I just think I think him bucking up a little bit this year and keeping that same speed that he has has helped us a lot because we do need that tough run through the tackles and those type of things. And he's been good at it this season. Um, I just can't wait to see – we put we put more together in this game, in my opinion, than we've done all season. Um, Joe didn't miss a lot of throws this year, this week. Eighteen for twenty-one. That's actually a pretty good game for him. Um, only three three shots that, that that didn't didn't make make the mark. But you look at also receivers did catch the ball. Yeah, they caught the ball, and he put the ball in places where pretty much only they can catch it. That one down the sideline there, right in the back of the end zone. With, Squirrel White, I love that Squirrel White can get open those things, but I like to see that ball going to a guy who's 6'2", 6'3", that can go up and get it. And that's just my thought process. But I thought he put the ball in positions where our guys can catch the ball, and our receivers showed up and caught the ball very well this week. And then we finally saw a Dante Thornton sighting. Been waiting to see that for a while. I don't know if he's been injured or what have you, but having him on the football field could help us uh, throughout the rest of this year. I mean, we do still control our own destiny. I don't know Georgia looked very good yesterday against <laughs> against their opponent, but <laughs> but you never know what can happen. The whole goal is to try to get as, be as good as you possibly can. We used to always say back in the day, they remember what you do in November. So if you take care of business in November, everyone pays attention to that because it gives you also a leg up in recruiting toward the end of the season as well as when it comes to national recognition. If you go undefeated in November, everyone notices that. Agreed. Um, That was, in my opinion, considering the opponent, Kentucky is not a great pass defense opponent, but they do actually stop the run pretty good headed into Mm -hmm. that game. They didn't against Tennessee. I thought start to finish considering the opponent that was Joe Milton's best game. Mm-hmm. Is that a stretch or do you agree? No, I don't think so. I think that's that was his best game. Um, only missed three passes. Also having some call runs for him. And some of those runs were big, pretty big runs for first downs. Um, and one that was one in particular that he slid toward the end of the game there. He got the first down and slid down in, in bounds so the clock would keep running. That, that was something that was important as well for him not to go out of bounds there, just kind of knowing that he was still in the game and understanding mentally, okay, we got to keep this clock rolling and let's get up and get to the next play. But I, I think that this was his best game, and I hope we can build on it from here. Again, Kentucky's past defense has not been the best, but he can build on something. There was one point we had, I guess he had hit maybe 12 passes in a row. Yeah, that's right. So, 
Yeah, you know, you, you know, one thing you mentioned that stood out to me too is when he slid to go out of bounds. That was the anti Ole Miss play when he jumped out of bounds with no time remaining. That was mm -hmm. the I have a firm mental grasp of this game. Mm -hmm. And it's a little thing that doesn't show up in the stat line, but the fact that he made sure to get his knee down made that game um, impossible to come back from for Kentucky, but also I thought showed his field presence during the game, which I'd, mm -hmm. I'd still wondered about a little bit, to be honest with you. And I'm still waiting to see us use our tight ends more. I mean, not, you know, I'm no offensive coordinator or anything, but I'm I'm willing to bet, man, if we can use our tight ends down the middle of the football field, it'll open up some of those things down the sidelines as well. Um, I just like to see us be able to do some of those things. And I like to see Jacob Warren get some passes thrown his way. Um, big target down the middle of the football field, making that safety have to hold his position in the middle of it in order to be able to, you know, take away that play. I think it opens up a lot of different things for us on our, in our offense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, we love it when Jacob Warren of the Vol Report brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning catches <laughs> catches a touchdown pass. We want to find a way for Cooper to catch a touchdown pass, but I think that's pretty illegal or ineligible. Yeah, unless we do a fumble <laughs> ruski or something. Right? <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's even legal anymore. But the officials might be so surprised they just let it roll. Um, you, you, we saw Dante Thornton catch the football, Fred, and look like uh, a glimpse of what we had talked about in the off season. What do you think that means for that young man's confidence? Well, I think it means a lot, not just for his confidence, but also for Joe's confidence to have a game like this. You spread the ball out a little bit, and the guys are actually catching it. Um, but I, I think for Dante Thornton, I think you build off of this and try to go out and do some better things the week after. Um, you are a big target. They did use him on the outside instead of in the slot this week. I saw that. Um, that gives us some extra, you know, somebody who can throw the ball deep to that can go up and get it. Um, I think we need to be able to do use him a lot more in that aspect. And I just think if he opens up, if we can find a person who can open it up down the football field for us, it makes it that much better for guys like Squirrel Wright and Nimrod and those guys better catch those balls underneath. And that's that's what we've been missing pretty much most of the season. We haven't had a consistent guy since Brew McCoy. And I thought in the early part of the season we should have gone to Brew a little bit more as well. But since he's been gone, it's kind of a let's figure out how we can get the ball in the hands of the right guys. And Samson, with the ball in his hands of some of those screen plays – plays out of the backfield is up with some too. Yeah, I feel like it's a matter of time until he has one of those uh, special receptions in which he breaks three or four or five and, and goes long. Um, I think he's he's that good. Uh, again, that Sunday show with Fred brought to you by Hero Group Security Solutions, leadership experience, specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, making your children safer one school at a time. Working with private schools now, we want to work with public schools as well. So go to your school admin, administrator and say, make sure my kids are safe. 
Same for your workplace as well. HaroldGRP.com, HaroldGRP.com, Harold Group Security Solutions. Also want to remind you that if you go to Hemp House Chat with two Ts, Hemp House Chat with two Ts, uh, after a Tennessee win, the Sunday only, the Big Orange Crunch is available 50% off. So check that out at the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure the best in CBD or Delta products. Hemp House Chat with two Ts. Dot com And do you th- think that Dante Thornton is the m- guy that's most likely to stretch the field? Because Chaz Nimrod was wide open. Um, so that I'm sure that was a coverage bust in some sense. But um, or do you s- I'm sorry. The DB fell down. The DB fell down. Or mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. Well, he was beat, though, before he fell down. Right. So sometimes it's good just to fall and avoid the embarrassment of getting beat. <laughs> oh, I'm down. <laughs> it's, it's my knee or something. Um, hamstring. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's my hamstring. Um, it's it's my gizzard. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just went down. Um, what do you think of Nimrod in 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 the brief amount of time you've you've been able to see him, and what do you hear about him behind the scenes? Well, I haven't heard much about it behind the scenes, but I, I mean, someone has to step up. <laughs> Just being honest, you know, this is an offense that, that throws the ball like this, and we're recruiting, we're, you know, going out trying to get some of the best receivers in the country. Hey, man, show up. That's all I'm asking for you to do is show up. When the ball comes your way, catch it and make something happen with it. That's it. Yep. He, uh, he certainly did that. And um, if you're a defensive back, um, looking at this group right now, which of the receivers scares you the most? Which are you actually game planning for? Because I thought Brew McCoy was that guy. I thought Jalen Hyde ended up being that guy. Before that, I thought it was going to be uh, Cedric Tillman would be that guy. But, of course, he was injured last year. But who who is the guy right now as a defensive back group that you say when they throw the ball, got to be aware of player X? Well, I mean, Squirrel White is probably the only person that I see on that on that that's been consistent all season that's done something with the ball in his hands in the receiver position. Outside of that, you're looking at our running backs. I mean, we're facing right now. We're kind of a running team, and we do have some some weapons on the outside. But as the season has gone, the guys who've shown up the biggest have been Squirrel. It has been Squirrel White when his opportunities, the numbers been called, his opportunities been available to him. He's done some good things with the ball in his hand. I don't. I've seen a lot of good trio of tailbacks even before you were evolved, um, Fred. But to start this season, having what we learned afterwards to having Jamal Lewis, Travis Stevens, and Travis Henry, that's pretty darn good. I know I'm asking you to project almost something impossible, and I don't think there's a J. Lou out there. But are these three guys we're talking about even in the discussion of an elite topo trio of? Of tailbacks, and you smile slightly when I say that. I'm gonna be honest when I say this, okay? Not no no disrespect to anyone or anything like that. I don't think we compare anything to the '90s running backs. Anything yeah. we had, we had little man Stewart and Aaron Hayden, and also Charlie Gone on the football team together. Chuck Webb and, and Reggie Cobb on the football team together. We had Jamal Lewis, Travis Henry, and Travis Stevens on the football team together. You had Travis Stevens and and Travis Henry on a football team. I mean, like, that's those are some of the greatest names in 
UT football history when it comes to running back. So I don't put a lot of people in those categories. Um, but when it comes to what we have right now, I think those guys can be special. I thought that Alvin Kamar and um, I can't think of his name. Jalen Hurd. I thought those guys could have been very dynamic together. We just didn't use them in the right ways when they're on the football, when they're on the team at the same time. Um, but as far as talent goes right now and the way the game is played today, no one's carrying the ball 25, 30 times a game anymore. So yeah. if we got guys you can get 11, 17, and 9, or 12, 12, and 12 to, and they're all doing something very unique with it, I think that's a good trio to have. And I think they can be very special in their own right. Uh, it's neat to watch them continue to develop. You know, you didn't even mention a guy named Tony Thompson. And I remember when I think it was Chuck Webb got hurt, he comes out and runs for 220 yards. Like, like Tony who? Yeah, yeah. And that guy was pretty pretty mm -hmm. good too. But, yeah, it's a special we, group. We, we also skipped over a guy by the name of Jay Graham who was on the same squad with those guys, uh, Charlie Garner and, you know, little man Stewart and Aaron Hayden. I mean, he had to sit and wait his turn to get on the football field. So, I mean – those are things that you look at. We've had a stable of running backs come through the University of Tennessee, and that's – I can't name a time in the NFL that when it wasn't a guy that played at UT that was playing in the NFL. I can't remember a time. At running back? So, no, I don't think back. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that is a, you know, a storied part of the University of Tennessee's history is having great running backs, and they've always put those guys in the NFL. So these guys coming up right now, the game is changing some. They had to catch the ball out of the backfield. Do things like that. I think those things that these guys have the ability to do has will help them get to the next level if they have an opportunity to. But however, I do see Dylan Sampson as being one of those guys who could be a top pick as as a running back because they don't really draft running backs in the first round like they used to. But I think he has a good opportunity to get ready to see the next level. I think Wright does as well as a small, depending on what offenses they go to, for as how they can be successful at the next level or not. Tell you what, that's that Sunday show with Fred brought to you by Harrow Group Security Solutions. Your workplace and your children's school deserve to be safe. Go to heraldgrp.com. It's right down below wherever you're listening or watching. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Get Fred each and every Sunday and Friday. For Fred, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.